Welcome to episode number 50 of Taking You to the Top. Today's guest is the founder and CEO of Stint. Stint is building an AI-driven platform that maximizes an individual's career by notifying users with the exact next action to take to further their career at any point in time. Join Rami in welcoming him to the show. If you have any questions for our guest today, please leave them in the comment section below. Also, if you'd like to get more data on any of our guests, please download the Taking You to the Top app from our website. That being said, we hope you enjoy today's episode. Welcome to another episode of Taking You to the Top. In this podcast, Rami spends time speaking with founders and CEOs from across the globe and asks them specific questions to learn exactly how they built and launched their businesses. So sit back, relax, and get ready to learn. Are you ready to take it to the top? All right, Eric, welcome to episode number 50 of Taking You to the Top. Uh, thank you for joining me today. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. Eric, uh, to get us started, if you wouldn't mind introducing yourself and maybe taking us back from the beginning and telling us where you're from, where your journey started, and how that journey led you to founding Stint. Absolutely. Um, so I, I grew up outside of the Boston area. Um, pretty normal, pretty good childhood, um, went off to college and that's kind of when I got the entrepreneurship bug. Um, as an undergrad, I took a course in entrepreneurship and, uh, it was my favorite course that I took in all of college. Mm -hmm. I don't have a story like some other people of selling lemonade, uh, a lemonade (laughs) stand as a, as a child to get into entrepreneurship. Mine was more. I learned about it academically um, and knew that entrepreneurial um, people were the types of people that I wanted to learn from and be associated with and started to join some startups. Okay. And um, when, when was it or how did you decide it was time for you to, to move into your own company? Sure. So, you know, I've, I've had my, um, experiences with entrepreneurship. Um, mm-hmm. I once left the company to start a furniture assembly business. Um, okay. That ended up uh, um, not working out, but I ended up getting my next gig. And um, just throughout uh, all my professional experiences, I've always been doing something on the side. And also throughout my ex- professional experiences, I, well, I ended up getting my MBA in entrepreneurship from a school called uh, Babson right outside of Boston, which is one of the top entrepreneurship programs. Um, When I was there, I joined, I became a joiner. And what do I mean by that? Um, I joined a few different early organizations early on that had some success. So I was the seventh employee at a company, a software as a service company that ended up selling for more than half a billion dollars. And um, again, I was a sixth employee at a company that sold to a large um, life science organization. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I was a early employee at a VC backed company that ended up losing backing, which is kind of the, the, the genesis of STEM. 
Okay. So could you tell us a little bit more about Stint, what your company does and what you're trying to achieve? Sure. So today Stint is a job search CRM to okay. make the job search less painful. Um, what are we trying to achieve? Um, the next thing that we're achieving is we are, we will become a digital career coach in your pocket at all times throughout your career journey. So whatever point in your career you are, we ping you with the next action that you should take to further your career. Okay. That sounds extremely interesting uh, because, you know, sometimes people when they're going through a job search, they forget to do something or, you know, they miss out on an opportunity and maybe you're the one who's reminding them. I'm assuming that's how yeah. it works. Yeah. So, so we're starting with job search um, okay. and I can, I'll relate it back to my, my story, which okay. is I worked for a VC back company and we had pulled in, uh, we had our funding pulled from us overnight. Um, okay. I had a good track record and I thought that I'd be unemployed for 10 weeks, but I was unemployed for 10 months. Oh, wow. And in retrospect, the reason that I was unemployed for 10, 10 months, not 10 weeks, is I didn't know how to search for a job. And there is a science to it. And there are methodologies that mm -hmm. if I knew then, I would have been much more successful. So okay. what we're actually doing at Stint is we take these pre-existing methodologies that exist offline and uh -huh. we're, we're digitizing them and delivering them online. And, uh, and you've... From your side, you've automated this process, I'm assuming. Correct. So we're automating it, and we also have uh, an AI engine that makes it more effective um, sure. as we gather more outcomes. Okay, and when did you launch the company? We started, it, it's a, it was born out of the COVID crisis. Um, oh, okay, we so launched brand in new. April. Yeah. Perfect. Brand new. Yeah. So, so we, um, a lot of my background is, is in healthcare technology and in healthcare, mm -hmm. uh, the community was figuring out, was coming together to provide healthcare related, um, ways to give back due to COVID. And I thought back to my experience and seeing 55 million people in the U S, um, going from employed to unemployed, that's right. the area that I decided to give back in. And that's, that's the origins of STEM. Okay. And are you, are you pre-revenue at the moment or have you started generating some income? We are pre-revenue at the moment. Okay. Well, in that case, what is the planned revenue model for this? Is it a SaaS model or how, how is it going to work? Yes. So it's, it's a freemium model. Mm -hmm. So right now we are, we're, we're still, uh, we're in beta. So we have hundreds of users using our platform. A lot of them love it. And also a lot of people are providing us feedback and we're implementing that feedback. Um, once we get to a point where we're comfortable with the product market fit, that's mm -hmm. when we will start to build premium um, features. And those premium features, uh, we will charge uh, a monthly and or uh, annual membership fee. Okay, got it. And what does the company team size look like today? So the company team size, I am the one full-time uh, okay. team member. 
We also have moonlighters. So we have our engineer, um, we have a full stack engineer, he moonlights. We have two um, product marketing contractors that moonlight. And we have a product manager that moonlights and a designer that moonlights. Um, half of our team, uh, before they were moonlighting, we purposefully went after people that were laid off due to COVID. And right. now they're moonlighting because they've actually gotten full-time jobs since. Sorry, what was the, the last position you mentioned? Uh, you had one engineer, two product marketing, and one product manager? Correct. I th and one designer, one, I think. One designer. Yeah, one designer. Yep. Okay. Well, that's perfect. So um, I'm assuming the company was bootstrapped. Correct. Yeah. So I've, I've been self-funding this and bootstrapping it thus far. Um, okay. We, you asked earlier about a, a revenue model, a business model, and yeah. we've explored, we've gone through exercises to speak to, um, uh, to, to pursue a employer and or enterprise business model um, okay. in the form of a marketplace. And we decided against that. Um, we thought the market was too crowded and right. really with the focus on the um, career professional, specifically in the job search right now, um, mm -hmm. we felt that that was probably the better um, uh, way to bootstrap the business at this, at this point in time. Okay, uh, could you give us a range or an idea to get this off the ground around how much you spent? Yeah, so I, I spend um, tens of thousands of dollars um, and the majority of that goes to engineering. Um, we also, uh, we incorporated, we're insured. So we do have some expenses there. Um, and, you know, say 50% engineering, the other 50 percent is what I just said, plus marketing, design. Um, we've tested out a few different um, acquisition channels for users. Mm -hmm. So that's about the other 50 percent of spend. Yep. Fantastic. And do you think you would ever need or would you consider funding? Yeah, it's something that we're open to. Um, we, we're still the spot that we're in where we're still looking for product market fit, we're still evaluating different business models. Sure. Um, and based off of the business model that we go to go with um, changes the market size. So right now we're just not ready to raise okay. money yet, but in the future, yes, we, it could be, it, it, our business may warrant it. All right. Well, what really interested me is you, you mentioned that, You've ha you have hundreds of users already, and that's mm -hmm. only since April. So how did you manage that? Yeah, we, we launched in May. Okay. Um, so our, initially, we tried to find channels where job seekers are, <laughs> and um, through communities that were already associated with, mm -hmm. and we did that through Slack communities. So there okay. are a lot of product management, Slack communities, my background's mostly in product management, um, they have channels for job seekers, so we would um, ask if anyone wanted to use this free tool and provide us with feedback. Okay, and that generated the first and since say hundred users. 
Correct. Yep. And then from there, um, we're active on LinkedIn. Um, we, we also provide thought leadership mostly on LinkedIn. Um, we're not writing long form content right now. We are starting mm -hmm. to produce some videos. The other, the other, um, tactic that we've used is delighting our customers. Um, through our customer, we've noticed that the more we interact with our customers, our users, um, the more likely they are to promote us and advocate for us on different sure. social media channels. Makes sense. So we've had about 5% five per, five of our active users advocate for us on social media channels. And each time they advocate for us, it results in anywhere from four to 15 um, new signups. Very good. And have you, have you explored any actual paid marketing? We have, yes. Um, at a small scale, we just kind of wanted to dip our toes in there and see if they, they um, proved to be effective. Mm -hmm. For us, we could not get the targeting down to a economical number, meaning the, the acquisition cost was too high. Um, sure at the level of targeting that we needed to do. And do you mind me asking what channel you, you focused on during that test? We did, we've done three. We did LinkedIn advertising, we did Facebook advertising, we also did AdWords. Okay, uh, just talking about AdWords, um, the name of the company, Stint, mm -hmm. it only has one definition, right? <laughs> Um, the reason that's a I very ask, good question. Yeah. The reason I ask is because, I mean, in terms of keywords being searched, mm -hmm. sure. just the word stint gets 27,000 searches a month. So I'm just yeah. curious, are they searching for something else or are they trying to look for you? <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? I, I mean? Yeah, yeah, I understand. Um, no, I mean, we're we're a six month old company. I don't think that there's much brand awareness. Um, right. we, and, and yeah, we, we bought our own, we bought stent, right. And we tested that out, but that wasn't driving tons of traffic. We're really getting all of our traffic through social channels right now okay. and communities. Um, the one thing there's... I didn't mention that we're going to start to pursue our, our channel partnerships. Okay. Well, um, could you explain that a little bit? What, what are channel partnerships? Sure. Yeah. So the, there are communities of job seekers um, naturally. So for example, okay. um, colleges and universities, mm -hmm. um, as they have uh, graduating seniors and from graduate school, people finishing up graduate school, um, there are career centers there. So okay. we're starting to speak to career centers and partnering with them to provide stint as a service to their um, graduating students. Got it. Okay. Well, uh, Eric, if you wouldn't mind, let's wrap up with the famous five. Sure. All right. Number one, what would you say is your favorite business book? Um, I would say there are a lot. Um, <laughs> I, can, I, I can only go right. with one. Okay. Uh, I'll give, I'm going to give you one book and one author. So hacking sure. growth by Sean Ellis. Love it. Um, so many different ways to think about growth at your business at the earliest stage 
um, there's so much from that book that I wish that we could implement now, um, but we're taking as much as we can. And then just generally in sales, um, anything by Jeb Blunt, he writes uh, Fanatical Prospecting is one of his books, but it's just a great way to think about sales and organize your company um, for sales. So there are lots of exercises in there that sure. are very helpful. Okay. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Um, there's no one that really produces a lot of content out there that I, I study. Um, I, I study CEOs that I've worked with before. Okay. And then the one public figure CEO that I always keep an eye out on is, is Mark Cuban. And I think that people uh, think of Mark Cuban as this uh, a Hollywood icon to a certain extent these days. But yeah. I actually went to a conference about a year ago and heard him speak. And mm -hmm. he just, uh, I, I was a little cynical going in, but I was a believer coming out. So now I just observe everything he does. No, I think he's great. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, number three, what would you say is your favorite online tool for growing your business or starting to grow your business? Sure. Uh, growing my business, as yeah. I said earlier, Slack and LinkedIn, those are what I use, and email. Those are the three things that I really use to grow my business. Okay. Number four, if you could give your 20-year-old self a piece of advice, what would it be? Persist. Um, just Jeff Bezos says most overnight successes take 10 years. Mm -hmm. So just be persistent and keep at it and don't give up. Got it. And the final question is how many hours of sleep do you get every night? I probably six and a half to seven under the recommended eight, but it's, it's what I need. <laughs> Good. Well, Eric, uh, it's been an absolute pleasure. It was quick, short to the point. You know, I like where this is going and I would really like to follow up in a year to see, you know, what happened to Stint. That would be great. Absolutely. Thanks very much for having me. Appreciate it. It was my pleasure. Thank you. Thanks for watching today's episode. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast on any of the available podcast platforms so you don't miss any upcoming episodes. If you have an extra minute, leaving a review would help us grow.